0: Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 70 energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy L. Yang. I hope you feel empowered by what we talked about today. Let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am coming in hot with another live coaching episode. This time I have my friend Danielle on as a guest and to receive brain rewiring coaching from me. Um, I know a lot of you really liked the last one I did with Andrea. So this one is just going to be about a different focus. Um, This one is really good. I feel fired up about this one. As someone who has spent a lot of time with uh, personal development myself and also guides others with theirs, I just have to say that having a supportive, healthy relationship with your practice Um, whether that is eating healthier, exercising more, meditating more um, for better emotional health, Um, having a healthy relationship with your practice is critical, critical in order to see success. Um, So I just want to like put that out there. Um, This is like seriously the key. And I wish someone had told me that enough times for it to sink in when I first started my process with brain rewiring. Um, Okay, so this episode is a must listen to anyone who is eager to incorporate mindfulness, spiritual, or health practices, routines in their lives, but frequently feel like they can't stick to the practice perfectly and consequently feel bad about it. (laughs) Okay, so if you ever feel guilt or shame when you fall off of your routine or ritual, like you're absolutely not alone. I just have to tell you that. But I'm here to tell you that we already struggle with enough shame and guilt. Like we already do. Don't let a practice that's meant to help you be something that adds to that shame and guilt. Like we really don't need more. When I first started taking my own brain rewiring process seriously three years ago, I actually could not stick to it. Like, for the life of me, um, I felt like I had so much, so much just like wrong with me that I had to fix about myself. And even though I really want to see positive shifts in myself, I like simply, I just simply could not get myself to do it. And honestly, I dreaded my practice even though I knew it was good for me. Like, does that sound familiar? Weeks and months, like, weeks and months would go by and I would have only done like the brain rewiring practices a few times, maybe felt like there were small progress, but I wasn't sure I really had to like question, huh, like how serious was I about my own healing and expansion? Was I really a growth oriented person? Like, do I just tell myself that I have a growth mindset or do I actually have one? You know, that was like a mindfuck. Um, I know a lot of people can relate to this because, yeah, like personal development is tricky. It is a lot. It can be emotionally overwhelming if you don't have the right support. So basically, I was feeling bad that I had so many mindset issues that were rooted in scarcity and fear And I wasn't doing what it would take to change it. It was like, honestly, a feedback loop from hell, like feeling bad about one thing and then feeling bad about not being able to do something about it. So it took me a very, it took me the very long and hard way to figure out how to make my brain rewiring process a sustainable and effective practice i honestly wish i enjoyed it more (laughs) thinking back about it now and i wish i gave myself breaks like i wish someone told me you don't have to do this every day because just like strength training like when you're strengthening a muscle rewiring your neural pathways requires both effort and rest like i kid you not please like trust me on this um I also was like such a mean perfectionist, like Jesus Christ, I would feel like I had to start over and over again and do things perfectly this time around, like this is the time, so that mindset wasted so much time, I always felt like I was starting over, this time is gonna work, um, so yeah, that was kind of just like horrible in itself, um, I was always waiting for the next week, the next Monday, the first of the month, the next whatever cycle. And we all know this, but you are never starting over. You just pick yourself up where you left off. So all that being said, these days, when it comes to guiding and supporting my clients through brain rewiring, I ensure that my clients have a supportive, positive relationship with their own brain rewiring practice, so they can release unnecessary resistance. This (laughs) this resistance is so real. Um, And receive the incredible benefits of brain rewiring with more ease, This can truly be a life-changing process full of delight, I promise you. That's why I'm so excited about this next round of Empowered. This is my signature brain rewiring group coaching program. It's here to help you shift low self-worth, shift out of it for good, and shift into unshakable confidence and deservingness. This is Honestly, life-changing work, this process allows you to heal subconscious and emotional wounds that keep you stuck in insecurity, playing small, and fear of all kinds. Whether that's fear of being seen, fear of being heard, fear of failure, fear of success, what have you, insert whatever fear. Brain rewiring genuinely shifts the way you view yourself and the world um, it's kind of like your brain is a computer and you get a massive software upgrade that just allows you to be yourself, but in the most abundant, genuine, magnetic way. So pretty cool stuff. Um, brain rewiring, honestly, like helped me ditch my corporate job, build a business that I am obsessed with, call in soul aligned clients that I honestly adore a life that I genuinely wake up excited for I no longer live for the weekend and I no longer dread Mondays which you know is incredible the other day I literally was like going about my Monday I was like I fucking love this day I really look forward to everything I get to do um I have not that I don't have problems, but I have problems that I am excited to solve. And most recently, I manifested my dream home. Like before brain rewiring, I never thought this would be possible for me. And I assure you, I honestly assure you, if it is possible for me, it is possible for you like I am not like special or anything Um, but this process really does um, create a lot of impact and I can't say enough good things if you haven't noticed Um, when it comes to like manifestation people like to talk about that a lot these days brain rewiring is the ultimate manifestation tool. You cannot manifest what you don't believe you're worthy of. And rewiring your brain is literally the way to shift that. It accelerates, you know, this manifestation process for me, and I know it will for you as well. So Empowered, the program starts July 10th. Just in time to raise that self-worth and confidence for the summer. I don't know. I get really excited about summers. Empowered is a 12-week brain rewiring coaching experience. Not only will you have me as your guide and your biggest cheerleader, you will have a community of incredible humans who truly understands where you are and where you are going. This is nothing like the group projects you were stuck doing in high school. Going through this process with a supportive community honestly makes the experience just so much sweeter. Again, we start July 10th. Make sure you fill out the application if you know this is what you need. For those who do not like to fill out forms, you can go ahead and book a 30-minute connection call with me. This is your opportunity to ask away any questions you have the program about brain rewiring, Um, my coaching style, the support level, and um, you get to, yeah, you basically have like 30 minutes to ask whatever you want. I also get to learn a little bit more about you and your goals to see if we are a good fit to work together. Um, Anyways, so that's my little update. Go ahead and fill out this program um, application form or book a connection call. I believe that is all the updates I have for you. Um, I'm really excited about this episode. This one got me fired up recording, editing, and now just talking about it. Danielle is amazing. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Danielle is on Instagram at Danielle in Alignment. I will link her website and her Instagram in the show notes so you can go there and connect with her. She has an amazing wearable crystal jewelry business that I'm excited to tell you more about at the end of this episode and she has a very special discount for our listeners. Go ahead and enjoy this episode. Let us know what you think and here is the episode with Danielle. Welcome to the podcast Danielle. I'm so happy you're here and I am so excited to do this live brain rewiring coaching session with you on the podcast. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm excited to do it too. I don't really know exactly how brain rewiring works. So I'm going into this pretty cold.
0: Okay, great. Um, It is actually a benefit to not really know how it works. So you go into it with, you know, an open mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm the kind of person who reads into too many like research and Follow all the experts in this field. So when I did start, I definitely overthought it. So it's good that you're not sure how this works. Right, um, cool. So introduce yourself. Um, tell us your name. Where do you live? A fun fact about you and just whatever you want the world to know about you.
1: Um. So my name is Danielle. Um. I am from San Diego. A, what do I do? So I... Um, I work full-time as a copy editor, um, and I also have some side businesses. I'm a Reiki master, but not currently practicing, um, but want to try getting back into that stuff as well. Um, And then a fun fact about me.
0: That's tough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A fact. A fact it can be um, super random super random like you're a gemini your birthday is coming up is are you a june that's true or May, gemini? i'm june i'm june 3rd oh really right. so, yeah.
1: yeah i am a gemini um but i feel i'm also a libra moon and i feel like i that's like a lot really of air. more to that yeah i am very airy and i've been told that i Come across as aloof. <laughs> aloof? aloof. Yeah, I got that feedback in my very first like professional review from my work, work like years ago. Yeah, it oh. was like you seem too aloof and not stressed out enough.
0: Why would they want you to be stressed out? That was just the culture at that place.
1: Oh, okay. Is this the current yeah. workplace? Or- no, no, it's my last workplace. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Um some random facts about me I used to be a ballerina wow yeah um but I got a little too tall for that
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that could be a problem I
1: yeah it it can well I'm 5'10 and then when you're on point you're like too tall for most of the guys to partner you oh okay and then I also kept having growth spurts in high school and so like my bones would grow faster than my muscles and so I had achilles tendonitis and hip problems knee problems I was going to um physical therapy like once or twice a week and then I just finally was like okay I I think I've it's run its course (laughs) so do you miss ballet I do and I keep saying I'm like I want to get back into it but it's it's hard for me to well what I think we'll talk about later in this is like it's hard for me to get to start like new habits especially like good habits and I feel like I'm such a perfectionist that I I'm scared to go back and take a class and like be bad (laughs) (laughs) because I haven't done it in so long and I'm so out of shape and like so inflexible so yeah but I keep I keep saying this is the year I'm gonna get back into ballet and I I should actually make it this year
0: (laughs) yeah um I think you would be great for bar class. Will you just yeah? Please come? I do
1: like yes. I do like bar class. I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, I'll
0: I'll come to your bar class. Okay, great, because it does make you okay. I've never done ballet before. When I was little, I went to one class. I never went back, but it does make you feel that tall and graceful feeling that mm-hmm. you get in ballet. But you're also like working out, and it's music, musically driven. So it's kind of like you're going into it's kind of like a spin class it's like you're at a rave but you're working out so Mm -hmm. it's fun um and what you said about starting a new thing and being bad at it at first yeah it is so uncomfortable like let me just tell you I what what is your rising sign Leo oh okay so you're a fire and air I love that um I love a Gemini um I love my Leos and I'm a Libra rising. So I do like Libras. Okay. We're actually (laughs) kind of similar. Um, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I have like Virgo placements in like Venus, Mars, and Mercury. And that makes my life so much harder than it has to be. And one Mm -hmm. of the things I keep reminding myself is like, okay, like stop sucking the fun out of everything. This is supposed to be like a fun project for you, especially like for me Now that I don't work in the corporate world, like really, like if I don't like my business, there's no reason to do it. If I don't like teaching bar, there's, I don't have to be here. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So um, I totally get the perfectionism stuff because when I first started bar instructor training, I was so stressed out. I was so excited, but like practicing teaching, I was like, oh, I don't want, other people to practice with me and see me mess up I don't want to waste their time I don't want mm-hmm. to like embarrass myself basically like I kind of had this thing in my mind like if I mess up in front of them are they going to think less of me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. actually if I was one of the friends or instructors who like volunteer to practice with me I'm like happy to be here Like I'm excited for you so like for me to like in my head about it is like such a energy drain you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah I keep reminding myself like my mentor who like you know helped me with the training process like she is here to help and um like she's gone through the process herself and like me like working with clients I'm like please ask more questions like please voxer me more like please get in touch and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like that. So being new at something, you know, when I teach, when somebody new comes into class, I know there's a little bit of overwhelm, but I like respect them so much for like showing up and like staying throughout class. Because I know when I first took, when I took my first bar class, I like never really worked out properly. Like I mm-hmm. probably like ran or like did elliptical at the gym. But like I was like, okay, I'm completely out of shape. And um yeah, that was traumatizing. I know yeah. how scary it can be. Me yeah. Too. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So um starting new habits, like people actually are like, wow, like I'm so proud of her for like showing up. Cause mm-hmm. this is like intimidating. And you have like so much courage now yeah okay so you are Gemini Sun Libra Moon Leo Rising I love that Mm -hmm. okay so um one of the things we discussed beforehand is getting into better habits good habits Mm -hmm. that you want to get into um and like kind of letting go of perfectionism a little bit uh so I think Yeah, these two things, so many people struggle with. So just like, realize that, like, you're not the only one. Um, Okay, so it's the year 2023, and we're in Q2. By the end of this quarter, so what, like, April, May, June, okay, by the end of June, what is something you want to – what is, like, a habit you want to, like, you know, really, like, incorporate into your day-to-day?
1: I want to develop a good, like, morning routine mm-hmm. and make time for things like meditation and, like, spiritual practices.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: I feel like I just kind of, like, push that off. Um so I really want to just get in, like, a good habit where I'm making, like, daily time for connection, waking up earlier, being kind of, like, starting my day from a better
0: place. Okay. And how do you currently start your day? Like, how does your day-to-day morning look like? Um,
1: Currently, I mean, I get up whenever my dog wakes me up usually around like 6.30 or 7, um, go let him out and feed him. And then sometimes if I'm really tired, I'll go back in bed. And then I'll, I'll pretty much snooze till it's like about time for me to start work. Um, I haven't been making time for much of a morning routine. And I did like, the problem is a couple of years ago, I did try doing like the whole miracle morning thing. And I had a really good streak for a couple of months. And I was doing, you know, all the stuff like visualization, meditation, journaling, affirmations, um, like you're supposed to work out, but I kind of just turned that into dancing, which is kind of a form of working out, but it would like get me in a better mood for the day. And so I was doing that and I did it for like at least two and a half months. And then I went out of town and I didn't do it on that trip. And I like fell out of the habit and I never got back into it and that's like one thing that like I feel like if I mess up once then I get in my head about it and I start like being like oh you failed like <laughs> kind of like what's the point of like starting over and then it's like oh well you know I did that on January 1st for the new year and I already failed for this year like when is like when am I going to start over sometimes I'm like oh my birthday that's like another you know start of a new year I'll start doing like good habits then or whatever instead of just like in the in-between just making the change and starting over and getting back into things you know what I mean so yeah right now I don't have much of a morning routine at all and I know that I should and I've been like I part of it too is I need to get in the habit of going to bed earlier so that I get enough sleep to be able to wake up and do things but I'm like I know what I need to do I'm just not doing it <laughs> I'm not like holding my, myself accountable to to change and then it's like if I and I keep telling myself like oh I'm gonna do this like you know when there's things like like astrological events like a new moon or like a you know eclipse or whatever where you're supposed to be like stepping into the next you or whatever like you know <laughs> like if you're you're um like, rebirth, or, or whatever, like, you know, starting new habits, new manifestations, like, okay, well, this this astrological event, that will be the time that I, like, make the change, and then I, like, don't do it the day up. I'm like, well, I missed it, like, now I need to wait for the next, one. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I just, I don't know, I, I get too in my head about, like, missing opportunities, and feeling like, oh, I fucked it up, and, or I messed it up, sorry, and, um like, now, I need to wait for the next opportunity and then I'll kind of do the same thing over and over.
0: <laughs> okay. I totally know what you're talking about because I was exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know how frustrating it can be is like, Oh, now is end of May. Holy shit. It's like May 20th. It's like end I of know. May. And I think about what I envisioned end of december early january and i'm like oh fuck you know um so i totally get what you're saying um this morning routine thing the miracle morning so it's like what like meditation visualization affirmation and working out
1: yeah and journaling that's like, like a whole thing it's like and one i think there's one more I think there's like six and it's like you can do like 10, just like do 10 minutes each or something like that um, so that it fits into an hour. It's a lot. And so it's like, I need to maybe adapt my own version of it and not be like, okay, I need to do all these things so that I'm just like marking them off on like the to-do list kind of thing. Like I need to figure out like what of those things I value the most and what I think will make the biggest, like bring me the biggest benefit and just devote more time to a few of them instead of trying to do all of them.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, I love that you brought that up because this thing I keep talking about with people is you get to make your own rules and those, you know, you know, like morning routine ideas that people throw out in the world, they're supposed to be helpful. And like, if you hate affirmations, then you can take that part out and like, um, yeah, 60 minutes every single morning before work and you have to wake up early, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, like thinking about that before I go to sleep, if I had to do that, I'll be like, oh, like I have this whole big thing tomorrow. And it's like, okay, if I miss a step, that means failure. It's like, oh, now I'm like not even enjoying this. I'm like on edge. I feel like... I need to figure out what are like
1: kind of the must do's and what are like the, you know, if I have time or like feel like doing it that day, I can do this additional stuff. But like, I want to have at least something like some routine that I do every day. And then it can vary a bit depending on like how I'm feeling, how much time I have, but I want to have like some just like basics that I do and like, really get into the routine of doing
0: yeah okay so let me ask you when you did do this morning routine for two and a half months every single day that's really impressive by the way how do you feel
1: I felt good but I also some some days I felt like I was just like doing it for the sake of like doing it so that I could keep the streak going yeah you know and like I don't feel like like, because I was trying to fit in so many things I feel like I wasn't like giving each thing enough attention Mm -hmm. to like make a big enough impact but I felt like I felt very accomplished because I was like doing it and keeping the streak going and whatnot but then like I said then like you know the the first day that I missed it then I was like oh I failed
0: yeah, I, that's like the thing I know about up. going out of town. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I also want you to recognize okay, first of all, you are the person who knows what you need, mm-hmm. right? Like, no one knows, knows it better than you do, right? So, no. that's just a fact. And sometimes we have this re- resistance in getting into a, a routine or back into a routine more like good reason and getting out of town like vacations or whatever are like almost an invitation for a reset Mm -hmm. yeah so these two things are worthy of considering um okay so you felt good and accomplished and that's the thing about routines specifically morning routines sometimes they make us feel like a million bucks it's like sometimes I do energy healing on myself and I feel like, wow, life is beautiful. This is amazing. Other times I'll like do it and it feels like going through the motions and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I did it. And I'm glad I did it, but I didn't feel that mirac- miraculous feeling and that's fine. Um, only you know when it is time to like change things up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, you get to make the rules and make it fun for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, again, with this 60 minute thing is so much because it's like when you're doing like the third step, you're thinking like, wow, I'm only on the third step. I still have like three more to go. Um, mm-hmm. So make it easy, make it fun, make it simple. Honestly, that is like the key to really like keeping good habits and sticking to them. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that you mentioned you need to go to bed earlier to like even make that happen. Um, that's so exciting. Like make that the first (laughs) step to, you know, help you get into it. It's like, oh, I get to sleep more now. I know.
1: It's just like, it's hard. I just, I end up just like wasting so much time at night, just like on my phone. And I don't know. I feel like I like end up considering it as like, oh, this is my me time because, you know, I work all day and then I take the dog for a walk and then I eat dinner and then I like want some time to myself and then I just end up like wasting time and not I'm I just cannot get myself to go to bed earlier (laughs) I I don't I don't know what it is I just like I just cannot get myself to like I, I know I need to like put my phone in the other room or something or maybe like start reading a book at night instead but it's still well then the problem is sometimes when I start reading a book then like depends on the book but sometimes I'll get really into the book and then I'll be up until like 2 a.m reading the book (laughs) so so it doesn't really help me as like a good bedtime routine it depends on the book but no I get it yeah
0: (laughs) yeah when I work full-time in an office I would get home so late and I'll be tired but I'm like oh my god I finally have time for myself so I get it yeah um okay let's define what is good, right? Let's define what is like getting too bad earlier because I think it's so important to have definitions in place mm-hmm. to help us measure uh, our progress. So like success measures, right? Um, what is a good time for you to go to sleep that you will feel good about that will help you uh, with the next day?
1: I think probably 10 he would be like the most realistic.
0: Okay, yeah, keep it real.
1: Um, yeah. Okay, I don't 10. think I could ever be one of those people that is in bed by nine.
0: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I,
1: like, <laughs> that, that's too much for me. Um, okay. Yeah, I think ten ten thirty would be like potentially doable. I did. I do think I went to bed at ten thirty at some point.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay, so 10.30, you wake up by your... You're awake at 6.30 because of your dog. That's like eight hours of sleep. That feels mm-hmm. good, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, when are you currently getting to bed, like falling asleep?
1: I feel like it's normally after 12.
0: Okay, that's pretty late. And if you wake yeah. up at 6.30, that's not enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah, and when you... Go back to bed after walking your dog. That's not even real sleep. I know. I know. (laughs) Okay. And I'll just mention with, I mean, you know this, with any sort of healing work, expansion work, like brain rewiring or energy healing, um, so much integration happens during deep rest. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's actually how I got myself to go to bed earlier. I'm like, okay, if I want to rewire those neural pathways, I need to sleep. Mm. Yeah, because when I was going through, like I was being coached in brain rewiring, I sucked at sleep and I was just like exhausted all the time. I wasn't fully showing up for the practice and like I didn't feel like things were shifting. So Mm -hmm. let that be a motivation. Like for me, that was a really impactful why. So hopefully okay. that, that's like yeah. helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, receiving a high, you do want that to be integrated within you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So 1030. Do you know that means you have to kind of like start your nighttime routine? Like, you know, get in the shower, brush your teeth, skincare, that kind of thing at like probably 930. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay so um this is really simple like I would just set a bedtime alarm for like 9 nine thirty. what mm-hmm. have you be like okay start getting ready for bed like start winding down like dim the yeah. lights yeah and it's like so such a cozy thing to look forward to mm-hmm. yeah how does that feel I think it feels good. I think,
1: so. in addition to training myself to go to bed early, is I'm going to have to, like, train my dog because, like, I take him out to the bathroom right before we go to bed. And so he's going to need to, like, do that earlier and
0: hold it longer. So we'll see how that goes, too. <laughs> yeah, now it's like you have a dog child to consider as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um. yeah, that's um something good to start thinking about um Mm -hmm. again like you get to go to bed you get to sleep more yeah what a treat that feels so abundant and luxurious I know I love sleep yeah um I know you mentioned you stay up um because you're like oh this is like time for myself
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um and I don't think, you know, being on your phone is like necessarily a negative thing. Um, I do love scrolling social media, um, but I would just think about, okay, if I want this me time to feel re- really nourishing, um, what would be required? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how long would that take? Maybe that's 30 minutes or one hour. So like define that for yourself and Mm -hmm. how do you want to feel during this time you know
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so I like a lot of definitions and guidelines yeah so what does that look like for you so
1: I think it would be time for me to just like relax and think about that I I don't know like I kind of I feel like it would be good if I just like you know cozied up with tea or something and use that time to like read a book or actually well I don't know if it counts as me time I guess it would count as me time depending on what it is but like I also keep like starting and stopping a lot of different like self-development courses and whatnot and I feel like that could also be like considered as me time is like spending that time on that I don't know Mm -hmm.
0: yeah okay so have fun putting uh, some definitions and measures in place Mm because I feel like self-development courses can fall in that time but also they can be really activating yeah yeah Um, So only again, only, you know, what is best for you and you can, this stuff takes experimentation, just Mm -hmm. so you know, so give yourself, you know, like, okay, I might want to do this at night, and try it maybe two or three times to see how you feel. Maybe you Mm -hmm. like, oh, I really like this, and you keep it. Or you're like, okay, if I want to do those, those courses, I need to do them maybe during my morning, when I get ready, I'll listen to like a module as I pull mm-hmm. out my makeup and do my hair. Yeah. And that feels uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So experimentation and have fun trying those things out. Again, like I want you to think about looking forward to doing those things. Um. When I have uh, coaching clients for brain rewiring, they either do the practice, before bed or in the morning right after waking up um and sometimes okay it's really important for us to think about our relationship with the routine the practice the work right like this is supposed to be uplifting for you like nourishing Mm -hmm. for you um so I know for a while this is like in the very beginning when I first found brain rewiring Every night at like 9 p.m., I would be on my couch with Netflix on Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, I feel like I should go do the meditation or like journal so I can rewire whatever limiting belief. Right. Mm -hmm. But then honestly... Like I would rather watch Netflix because it's more comfortable and fun and brain rewiring sometimes is like, oh, I have to write with my hand. That's very tiring. And Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was good at meditation. I honestly, back then, I didn't know if it was working. I knew it was working for other people, but I didn't know if it was working for me. So this was like a practice I wanted to do, but dreaded. We cannot dread what we want to do especially yeah. when it comes to personal development. Yeah. I feel so, like I'm very
1: similar though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so how can, again, like shift your relationship with the whatever practice it is. And like, there are little things you can like put in place to make it more pleasant of an experience. Maybe you can, let's say, you have a thing with your sense of smell and you put on some essential oils if that's like your thing. Um, you make the space very cozy and like just comfortable to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put on like binaural beats, like your favorite track. Kind of like make it a whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like make it simple, make it attractive, make it like accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what are like some ideas that's like come into mind like oh I want to try like this weekend? In terms of like a morning routine or like getting or, to bed, just like something you want to like you're like yeah. okay, I can do that like tonight. Um
1: well, I feel like what you were just saying about the binaural beats like I do sometimes play um with Spotify playlist it's like one of the hertz frequencies but for sleep like to prep you for bed so i'll sometimes have that playing like while i'm getting ready for bed like i i am better i think part of why i struggle so much with having a morning routine is because i am just so much more of a night like night person Mm -hmm. so when i do get into like habits of like meditation or journaling or like pulling cards for myself or something like that. Like it's usually right before bed. Okay. Um, and so I don't know, maybe I should start with a nighttime routine and focus on that first, but it's like, but it's also like, I need to make enough time for it because I'm more likely to do it at night. But then I also like, if I spend too much time, you know, wasting on my phone or whatever, like I just make myself too tired. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm too tired to do it. And I, um, so I will like skip it, or at a minimum, sometimes I'll go and like I have this copper meditation pyramid, and I'll just go in there and like sit for a minute or two. And, um, then like I'll just tell my like spirit guides, angels, you know, whatever that like, um, that they are like welcome to work with me as I sleep and I'll kind of apologize for not making time for it during the day. <laughs> like, but like work with me as I sleep and then I go to sleep and then I feel like, well, at least I did something and hopefully I'm getting some benefits as I sleep. Even though I didn't like make time for like spiritual connection during the day. That makes mm. sense. So yeah, that's kind of like the minimum I do, but now I feel like I'm like so reliant on that, that I'm, I like, Keep doing that every night instead of every night. You're the like time. sorry,
0: guys, and angels. <laughs> I am.
1: I am. I'm like. I'm sorry, you guys must hate me. But i like, like. I know I'm annoying. But uh, yeah, you can get to work with me as I sleep. Sorry, to make any time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh, speaking of like relationship to the thing, your relationship to your You know team from a higher realm like your spirit team, like they are (laughs) like as you were saying that they're just like okay she doesn't need to apologize can she just like have more fun with us yeah that's another thing I don't have enough fun
1: (laughs) okay I take it I take everything too seriously like in life and work my nine to five like I don't make time for fun and so that's the thing I think the time that I make like for myself before bed or like in the mornings i definitely need to make it fun so that i have some fun in my life because i just feel like i I just take everything too seriously
0: that is like you and every adult in the world yeah. okay like <laughs> i need to incorporate more i like to say play in my yeah. life play instead of fun mm-hmm. because play can be fun but ne- doesn't necessarily feels fun, but um, mm-hmm. when you're in that play attitude, that play energy is like, okay, like I don't have to be perfect. You're just more yeah. lighthearted, and you know how like when you don't try as hard in quotes, things kind of work out better. Maybe, like I don't, I'm trying to uh, like
1: think of an like if I have any examples of that happening, but.
0: Okay, um, but being in the play energy is is like actually life changing. It's like letting go of resistance a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah, so no. I'll think about how can I make my nighttime routine my morning routine more fun or more playful? Mm-hmm. Um just like, okay, so it's like okay, if I'm in the energy of play, then it's not so serious and if i mess up it's not as big of a deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think
1: for me the biggest like the way to do that would be basically like dancing around a little bit in the morning.
0: Okay, like the then do that. I, that yeah. is so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's something i feel like that's something you can actually like look forward to and want yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, just by like going to bed a little earlier and like Mm -hmm. that little dance party in the morning, that that sounds like a win, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to mention, too, um, with like routines and practices, we don't have to do them every day. Life happens. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we just need to work a little bit more and we are up till later and the next day we skip our morning routine we start a day on a rush and yeah life happens like let's be real um so this is something that took me too long to realize it's important to determine like your energetic minimums and maximums so same Mm -hmm. thing with routine um if you can okay so like you want to do your morning routine as much as possible. And you're like, okay, I need to do this every day. Um, Actually not realistic. That mindset fucks us up and set us up for like failure. So let's set ourselves up for success. I will say, okay, have like three tier goals. And I talked about this in my other life coaching podcast episode as well. But like when it comes to routines, let's say if you, do whatever practice you want to do two times a week. That's like tier one goal. We feel like, okay, that is very doable and pretty confident I can get there, right? Mm -hmm. And then tier two goal might be like, I show up for this practice three times this week. Now we're kind of stretching ourselves a little bit, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel overwhelming. We don't want to overwhelm ourselves ever right like people talk about getting out of your comfort zone which is supposed to be a good thing but when we are too uncomfortable we freeze yeah yeah okay so we have tier one and tier two goal tier three goal might be like i show up for my practice five times this week yeah so now we're like okay we need to be more diligent we're being ambitious But this is like doable. And if that happens, wonderful. But if I only do it two times this week, I achieve my tier one goal. And that is a win. Okay, so it's like, it's all goals for the same thing.
1: But it's basically like, okay, first get in the habit of doing it twice a week. And then once you've gotten into that habit, then up it to three times a week, and then up it to five times a week.
0: Uh, not necessarily so our motivation does fluctuate again life happens maybe like you're super motivated this week and you do it five times this week right Mm -hmm. but then the week after I don't know people come visit and there's a lot of social obligations Mm -hmm. and you can only show up for a practice twice that week that's still a win because you like Achieve your tier one goal.
2: Mm, Okay.
0: Yeah. So it's like just giving ourselves structure as well as flexibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. How does that feel for you?
1: Good. I kind of like, as you were saying that, I was like, okay, so it's kind of like if you do tier one, it's like you got the bronze medal. If you do tier two, you got the silver. And if you do tier three you got like the gold and it's like any way you do it you still like place and kind of like get like you still win yeah something but it's like yeah I think it would be doable <laughs> I just I I knowing me I think I
0: would like judge myself when I only get
1: the Vance. tier one
0: you know what I mean yeah um when it comes to personal development bettering ourselves the last thing we want to do is shame ourselves I know but that's what I do (laughs) yeah and and you're not the only one um again relationship to the practice to the routine to the work is so much bigger Mm
2: -hmm. I would say
0: focus on that what relationship do I want to have with my morning routine or nighttime routine or spiritual practice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is massively important. And um, we do want to have those guidelines, those success measures to help us feel like we're on the right trajectory.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because longevity is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want to like, again, like do it for two and a half months and just like completely not do it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, you're the only one who knows what you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. You've mentioned perfectionism. And that is like, that is like bleeding into a lot of areas in your life. With work, with practices, with dating, I mean, Mm -hmm. okay, here's the great thing about brain rewiring. We might feel like we have so much to work on. We have so many, like, you know, like lack of self-worth or low self-worth, like guilt and shame and overthinking, all those things feel like a big clusterfuck. And where do I even start? Mm -hmm. So I would say just pick one and just get going. With practices like this, we can get sewing our heads. Um, keep it simple. Keep it moving.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm not sure. And this is like the good thing about having a coach. It's just to have someone to like reflect back to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I am not sure. Okay. I've been like doing brain rewiring for a week. I'm not sure if it's doing anything. And you in your head, you probably know like, okay, maybe I should give myself more time and more patience Um, but it's also helpful to like, have someone who knows what they're doing to help you like refine your practice, like, oh, what have you been like writing in your journal? Like, what is, you know, what are you working on? And then they can give you tips like, okay, maybe like, from our discussions, I feel like you can really focus on X, Y, and Z. And that can just like make your practice way more efficient. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um doing this kind of work by yourself is actually like a mind Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, going back to you know, feeling like overwhelmed by what you want to fix about yourself, that's normal. And like instead of feeling like I need to fix X, Y, and Z, see yourself as like your most important project. Mm-hmm. And what do we need to prioritize?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah so and the great thing about brain rewiring is like this clusterfuck once you pick one issue to work on one negative brain pathway to hone in on everything else kind of also fall into place Mm -hmm. like this habit thing let's say you actually start going to bed earlier you get more sleep you feel more mentally clear you have better energy now you've show up better at work you do better at your job and um you actually start exercising because now you have the energy to Mm -hmm. you feel better about yourself you're more proud of yourself and the self-worth piece also kind of just like elevates Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah I mean this sounds really basic but it's so true yeah yeah back in like I think we talked about this uh but back in January, February, I was at a very low place. I actually shared a podcast about this. I I, would, I felt like I was in a rut. Every morning I was like snoozing. And mm-hmm. it would be like, okay, I finally roll out of bed. It was like 9.30. And I feel like everyone is already like getting, you know, deep in like their days. And I'm just brushing my teeth and getting ready when I'm done with that. It's like 11. And I just felt like, oh, I don't. Like myself. so, mm-hmm. um, really, I didn't want to overwhelm myself because, um, I was like with family as well. I was like, okay, how can I just make myself? what can I do to make myself ten percent more proud of who I am? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I will always think about how can I be ten percent better mm-hmm. instead of feeling like you have to, Go from not working out to working out five days a week. Yeah. Yeah. This whole thing is about making yourself proud.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So perfectionism. Um. Same. Kind of the same idea with like the nighttime slash morning routine. What makes a win a win? What makes a win a win in terms of what? with whatever you are, like, working on?
1: Um, what do you mean when I'm
0: working on? Oh, like, in terms of, just, like, in general, with, like, perfectionism, we can feel like, okay, if I oh. cannot do this perfectly, then I don't want to do it at all.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's, like, no real way to win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> to be okay. honest, because, it's like, you can't be perfect. Like, so... It's just yeah, I don't I don't know that there is a way to win like I in terms of perfectionism, I've always been someone who like I know you should have like a growth mindset about things and always be like, like Oh, I'll learn from that experience and like you know, keep moving forward. But I'm someone who like if I didn't do good at something, I'm just like, Okay, I'm just not good at that and I give up. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it.
0: Okay. So if I am not good at something, then I just give up. Okay. So with like the Reiki practice. Yes. Okay. Can we talk about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm a Reiki master, um, but I have never, I've, you know, done, practice sessions on people but i've never started charging for it Mm -hmm. and i um when i was going through reiki training i was you know practicing on some friends and i had a lot of experience practicing on this one friend and just like a couple days before the reiki master i practiced on her and i misinterpreted something Mm -hmm. and instead of me using that as like a learning opportunity like a growth mindset trying to figure out okay like how did i why did I interpret it that way? And like, what is kind of the trying to figure out like what the difference is and like the kind of energy of like, cause I was focusing on one of her chakras and basically I was like, oh, I think it's blocked, but in reality it was actually like overactive. So instead of me figuring out, okay, well, how do I determine if it's imbalanced and, or overactive versus being blocked? Like, how do I make that distinction? I just kind of was like, oh, I failed. I got it wrong. I'm not good at this. And then kind of stopped practicing and never like moved forward to turn it into a business because I was just like, I'm just not good at it.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did I ever tell you when I first started uh, practicing a high on other people? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I don't remember. Okay. So yeah, it was like a mind fog. My first few practice clients, I was like, "What am I doing?" Um, there's a lot of like following the manual because you're new, and that's obviously like what you're supposed to do when you're starting mm-hmm. out. So it's like, okay, am I doing this correctly? Um, am I interpreting this right? Like, oh, like I get this download. Am I? Is it just my own thinking, or is it actually mm-hmm. like a intuitive thing, right? Um, and that's the beauty of like practicing. You go from not knowing what you're doing to like getting better and building confidence in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with, with practice clients, there's a little bit of, is obviously going out of your comfort zone, right? And your nervous system can be like a little like revved up. So mm-hmm. whenever you get out of your comfort zone, whether it goes well or it doesn't, it is so massively important to ground yourself after. Like be mm-hmm. like, okay, like I just did that. Maybe you're like, oh my god, what the fuck did I just do? Or maybe you're you're really proud of it. But it's really important to kind of like give yourself a little bit of time to kind of just like settle back down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And um with making mistakes or like when things don't go, they go well. It's like, yeah, like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't like what I said to that client. um, And if you feel bad about it, you beat yourself up. That is totally fine. Like any sort of negative self-talk, self-doubt, that is actually very, very human. And mm-hmm. I will say you 200% have a growth mindset. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. you wouldn't want to like pursue the Reiki thing. you mm-hmm. wouldn't start your own business, yeah. okay, yeah, um, I feel like uh having a growth mindset and actually live your life that way is being really real with yourself and giving yourself grace. so maybe do be like, okay, I'm just gonna let myself." feel down about this thing not going well for like the afternoon. And Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to be bummed out. But the next day, I'm actually going to pick myself back up. I'm going to do something proactive. I'm going to like reach out to that practice client and seek out more feedback. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to go back to the course material and see why like can do better moving forward. So I think giving yourself that grace period is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That will help with like longevity in any mm-hmm. sort of thing you're trying to um do. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think self-doubt and negative self-talk is necessarily a bad thing. I would say I hate it when people be like, okay, I need to talk talk to myself in a positive way and if it's not genuine it does more harm than good cuz then you just feel delusional yeah yeah how does that feel good um
1: yeah i think it's just going to be hard for me to like take that assigned like period of time to be bummed and then like kind of switch focus to be like okay now how can i improve the next day you know it it'll just take some practice i think yeah what part feels hard because when i get in my when i have like negative self talk and like you know kind of get down on myself about like oh you messed that up you didn't say the right thing or like you missed an opportunity to say something or like you were too quiet you were too like stuff like that about not not just related to like Reiki but like other situations too I have such a hard time letting it go like I will think about it for days or weeks like I don't just like think about it for like the afternoon and then the next day I'm not like okay what's done is done let's move forward I just like keep reliving the past and like make myself feel worse and worse about it but like I can't believe I did that I can't believe I said that or I didn't say that or right like and I just can't get out of <laughs> the habit of just beating myself up over stuff like that so mm. I just don't know how to get out of that like repetition and, and like actually let things go
0: Okay, that sounds extremely exhausting. And I'm pretty sure you yeah. don't want to keep that going.
1: I, yeah, for sure. Okay. I don't want
0: to keep it going. Yeah. Okay. Let's say something went wrong in the morning. And now it's like noon. When you say you really live that experience, are, um, I'm just asking for clarity. Are you like just thinking about it in your head? Or hmm. do you kind of like write it out as some eventually I think about it in my head okay when that happens I want you to get it down on a piece of paper
2: Mm -hmm.
0: or talk to someone you trust about it or like record a voice memo just like talking about what happened and how Mm -hmm. you feel because when we are thinking about it in our heads it's like we're just spiraling yeah yeah and to put it out on paper verbally whatever it just makes it it's kind of like you 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 actually had to find words to describe what happened and now it's like oh okay that's just what happened
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i don't feel great about it but it kind of like simplify things a little bit. I would just try it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I tried the voice memo thing a while back and what I have to put the words to like describe what happened and how I feel is like, oh, that actually that wasn't amazing. Didn't love it, but that's actually not that big of a deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Our minds are really weird. They like amplify certain things yeah yeah amplify the negative oh yeah totally uh and it's like a lot of what ifs like what if that person was really offended what if that person Mm -hmm. never wants to talk to me again you know yeah yeah um so i would just get things down on paper like obviously it's okay to like spider on your head a little bit maybe for like 10 minutes but be like okay take a deep breath Now I'm just going to like put it on paper or I'm going to like call a friend or I'm going to just like text a friend about it. Like, hey, this is what happened. Like, can you hold space for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, let's say this actually involves somebody else. Maybe not that same day. The next day be like, and you don't have to do this, obviously, only if you feel good about it. The next day, be like, I don't feel great about what I said here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I apologize if I offended you. Um, But like, just know, like, I didn't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. That's really empowering. And then they can actually be like, oh, that was not a big deal at all. Or, oh, yeah, I didn't like that either. But you kind of just like clear the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this whole writing things down on paper practice, know that it only has to be one or two sentence. It's not mm-hmm. like a full-on journal entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, if you don't have a piece of paper and pen, just like put it on the note app in your phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I promise this one is like life-changing. It's so simple.
1: Yeah. It, no, it makes sense
0: getting it like out of
1: your head and like into another form like on paper like
0: somewhere like just like kind of moving the energy out yeah I feel like yeah speaking it or writing it yeah and like this got me thinking about the the time when we went to that one wellness event Mm -hmm. yeah I thought you were like perfect you talk to other people you express yourself really well I was like, oh, I'm so glad I brought her.
1: And I thought, oh, I'm way too quiet. I wasn't friendly enough. I didn't say enough. I didn't like.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. is so, Do you see how it's like, really helpful to have someone you actually like trust, like reflect back to you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that was helpful. I'm like, oh, no. Like if you were like awkward, I wouldn't have invited you to begin. <laughs> <laughs> I can be very awkward, though promise you're not like you're fine (laughs) (laughs) um okay so we are like already an hour in is there anything you want to elaborate on go deeper into or something else you want to bring up
1: Um, let's see was there anything from like because i sent you some notes before this that we
0: didn't touch on yet that you thought maybe we should um I think finding ways to okay the whole thing about defining success and wins that's just going to address a lot of what you have on the list mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to perfectionism being critical of yourself And yeah, the more you define your wins and actually like do the things that make you feel like you're winning, mm-hmm. the higher your self-worth is going to be. Okay. Yeah. So again, like with any sort of practice, just keep it moving. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is With like perfectionism stuff, We hear this all the time. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's like, oh, if we always strive for perfection, then that means we, people either work themselves to death or they don't get started at all. Or they are in the doing, but they're sucking Mm -hmm. the fun out of everything, making the process harder than it has to be. This question, this is like a great question. What feels hard and how am I making it harder than it has to be? I ask myself every damn day with my Virgo placements. Hmm. Yeah. Does that feel helpful?
1: Yeah. Well, so when you were saying that like either you don't start, you overwork yourself or you make things harder than they have to be. I feel like I do all three of those. It's like in terms of my like professional life, it's like, working yourself to death, like I will spend so much time and overtime trying to like edit a report and like try to make things perfect. And I hate it when one of my bosses says like, perfect is like, don't let perfect be the enemy of good because I'm like, no, but like, I'm like, I'm the editor. I'm supposed to make it like perfect. I'm supposed to, you know, make it as good as possible. So then I feel like it like reflects on me. if I don't so I end up like overworking on that Mm. stuff instead of just letting things be good enough um so there's that but then in terms of like my personal life and like spiritual life it's like the part that like doesn't get started
0: (laughs) okay so you actually do more in your professional life like you procrastinate (laughs) less you're like striving for perfection I
1: mean, I do still procrastinate on some things for sure, but I definitely strive for perfection in that. And it's, um, it's different than like when I strive for perfection in my personal life and like, you know, personal Mm -hmm. development, spiritual, or like even dating. It's like, I just don't do it because I don't feel like I'm doing it well enough or I'm
0: not like perfect enough okay um with your professional life okay so this is something that helps me a lot I would think about you know how like when you're working on something for long hours it kind of just feels draining and you're pulling teeth Mm -hmm. so I would think about potent work instead of like long hours or a lot of time mm-hmm. yes um so i'll be like okay and you can try this if this feels helpful be like okay i'm gonna give this task or this project 30 minutes and i'm gonna mm-hmm. like just focus on that i'm gonna probably play it put on a playlist that makes me feel very concentrated this is my work playlist right um I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to check emails. I'm just going to focus on this project. Give it 30 minutes. Give mm-hmm. it like good focus, 30 minutes, like your best work, like potent work. Um, This is like life changing because I just remember I used to work so many hours at the office and to be completely honest with you, even though I was at the office, maybe like 10, 12 hours a day. A lot of these hours, I was just like sitting there frustrated and brain dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't want to drain ourselves that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give that. I'll give that a try. Just like give yourself what however much time you think you need um, mm-hmm. and just be like, okay, I'm just going to like bang this out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'll give that a try and um and I think you will be surprised how good the product is Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: that's something that I've like been meaning to do and I have been starting to like leave my phone in another room for sometimes to just like crank things out and it does help it's just like when I have my phone with me (laughs) that I'm like not that productive during the and that I end up like having to make up for it and yeah i feel like i'm just like sitting there kind of brain dead instead of like truly focusing on like one task at a time
0: yeah okay so um our phone is supposed to be this helpful device that make life easier not drain our energy Mm -hmm. um so we want to think about okay I don't want to say if you only take away one thing, but I think prioritizing, minimizing energy drains would be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is a great place to start with work. And then you'll find yourself like, okay, I have more time for myself now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe you'll actually like want to do more spiritual or connection practices.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um. I hope I'm not throwing too much at you, but I'll pick like one to two action items and just like run with it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like the easiest, smallest thing that I can do that will make the biggest impact. And I think you can start with sleep. That one sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So today's Saturday and I don't want you to feel like you can't enjoy your weekend, but let's say Sunday night rolls around. What are you going to do differently?
1: I am going to start getting ready for bed at like 9.30, probably. Um, I think I will put on some like binaural beats or the like hertz frequency type music to like wind down. Um, put my phone away. <laughs> 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 I should probably put it away like a lot earlier than that, though um and take some time for like meditation and journaling i think it would be good if there is anything that like bothered me throughout the day that or you know the weekend in general that i keep overthinking about to like use that opportunity to journal about it Mm -hmm. although i feel like maybe i should probably do it closer to whenever it happens to like get it out earlier but if I don't then I can use maybe that time um, for that and actually get to sleep by 10 30.
0: Yeah okay that's really good so if you have to only do one thing I'll start getting bed, ba- getting ready for bed at 9 30 and mm-hmm. everything else is like a bonus all right. Okay. And mm-hmm. I know you mentioned just kind of getting like things that were bothering you in your head on paper. I also mm-hmm. want you to reflect on what went well this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did okay. I do that like really pushed the needle forward? Uh, what am I grateful for?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it on a good note. Again, it's all okay. about like yeah, yeah. putting ourselves on the right trajectory.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Celebrating wins is so sad stupid important and when my uh coaches started like telling me that I'm like no but that's not worth celebrating it's not big enough you get to decide Mm -hmm. what's a win and what is not yeah yeah okay well thank you so much for coming on I really enjoyed talking to you uh on the podcast and you know like in real life as well so yeah yeah, I hope this is helpful
1: yeah it definitely was thank you so much for having me and for taking the time
0: Yay. To discuss, yeah. Okay, well, enjoy the rest of your weekend and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you, you too. Bye. Thank you so much to Danielle for coming on to this episode. I had so much fun recording with you and I know this one is going to be so tremendously helpful for so many people. And I want to tell everyone about Danielle's business. So... Danielle is like super creative and talented. Her business in alignment crystals creates wearable and interchangeable crystals that align with your chakras in alignment crystals takes the guesswork out of crystal healing. Basically, the crystals align with each chakra using the provided head and body chains and are available in three sets curated based on their metaphysical properties. Choose whichever set to use based on what kind of healing you desire, whether that is balance, empowerment, or support for transformation. As mentioned in the episode Danielle is a Reiki master. She infuses all of her creations with Reiki energy. And you're like, what does that mean? It means the crystals used in her products have been cleared and charged with loving intentions to support you as you use those products. Um, I'm a strong advocate for pairing your practice with something that is tangible and unique to you. Make it a vibe. Like when you meditate or when you journal or whatever, drink the cacao, light the candles, pull the oracle cards. So make it a vibe for you. When I first started meditating, I was really eager to do more of it and I got myself this beautiful meditation cushion to set up a little meditation corner in my space. So it kind of just made the practice more enjoyable and just something I look forward to doing each day. And I wanna bring up a little backstory about her business. Danielle wasn't the best at meditating, lying down. Ever just like fall asleep during your meditation? It happens to everyone at some point. It actually happens to me more than I would like. So when her Reiki energy healing mentor suggested her to try meditating with this specific crystal around her sacral chakra, she kind of thought about how could I do that lying down and how do I do that without having to hold the crystal around her lower abs area the whole time. So she decided to merge functionality and beauty together and that's when her signature wearable crystal sets were born those wearable crystal sets are really designed to enhance your practice like you can use it when you are meditating when you are receiving breath work or when you're receiving energy healing. It just really enhances things. So if you're going to get a set for yourself or as a gift for a friend, you can head to inalignmentcrystals.com. Pick out whatever you're gonna get. You can use the code SANDY in all caps, S-A-N-D-Y at checkout and receive 20% off your entire purchase. Thank you, Danielle, for coming on to the podcast and for sharing your amazing creations with us. This is it for this episode. I am excited to see what you think about this one. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you again very soon. Bye.